0: You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission—it's to help ten thousand runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. This episode of the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. Today we talk to Matt Zegfeld. One of the things Matt talked about was how running gives him drive, and not just for his running, but actually in all areas of his life. Isn't that great? Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind, Fit Body, I have the wonderful Matthew Zegfeld, who's sitting in his car waiting for his son, who's at a medical appointment. So who knows what's going to happen? Welcome, Matt.
1: Yeah, how are you going? All right, well, yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, thanks.
0: I know. I feel so uh, privileged that you've been able to squish us into this crazy day of yours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you've got to fill out after kids, you a got to go work, you're going to try to juggle running and okay. whatever. So it's,
0: it's like, how do we do it? But it's how we have the lives we want to lead, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh, it keeps us busy. Yeah, it does
0: keep us busy.
1: Activities with the kids, and sport, and myself, oh, yeah. and everyone else. So
0: yeah, that's crazy. All right. Yeah. Before we get into where you are at now, now, tell us a little bit about where you grew up.
1: I grew up in Launceston, so originally yeah. from Launceston, and um, went to school here in Launceston as well. Went to St Pat's and Sacred Heart, so went near. Then um, uh, sort of got my education and worked away for while. Worked in the West Coast, Tassie. So I spent quite a few years down there uh, working and down there and communicate, uh, commuting down there. So, so that was a little bit different of a lifestyle compared to one well I'm yeah. currently living in the hectic life of running around after kids at the moment. So, it's
0: like what's better? Is it like having to be a – suppose you weren't a, fl- a FIFO because you weren't flying in and out. You were driving in and out, but it was, it was a long dottos. commute. Hey, dottos, what are
1: they – Dinos drive in and out.
0: Oh, dear. <laughs> So how, you would have to stay over on the west coast for a few nights, I suppose. Yes, yeah,
1: a, a week on, week off. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. so you go go to work and then you go to work for a holiday and then come back <laughs> come back to, to the family and run around after them, which was probably more work. <laughs> to
0: uh, to three kids who are very um, have oh, lots yeah. of extracurricular things going on, don't they? Your kids.
1: <laughs> All so right, just your time.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. so Back
1: to when you were a kid, did you do a lot of sport as a kid? Yeah, I was. We were encouraged to do lots of lots of sport as a kid. I did um, lots of team sports. I did mainly concentrating soccer and little athletics. So I grew up doing that as well as the and Running Club as well when I was a, a young kid as well. So
0: wow.
1: Yeah, so I've always done a lot of sport. So yeah, always, always encouraged to do a winter and a summer sport. So.
0: Yeah. Did you? Have, how many siblings do you have, or do you have any?
1: I've got a brother and a sister.
0: And so, so you, uh, you're all sort of the same, being you know run around by your parents to the different sporting activities.
1: Yeah. So my brother and myself played soccer. Our sister played hockey, and we all did little athletics. So yeah.
0: yeah. And were yeah. your parents very sporty?
1: So um, they weren't very sporty until we took up athletics, little athletics. And then um, my dad wanted to start to become active and show as an example of what should be right. Good on him. He sort of of took up running with the LRC and that's how we got involved in running the LRC. uh, Oh, that's
0: amazing.
1: By sort of us getting involved in blue athletics. So then, you know, after blue athletics for a while, we joined, um, yeah, the LRC and did runs there for quite a few years as a a junior. Me then and him as a senior. And then um, my mum got involved in running as well um, after a few years as well. So I sort of got my dad from our uh, little athletics days, got involved in yeah, running as well. And he did quite a few marathons. And huh. so,
0: so, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't, I mean, I knew that your dad that you had been involved with the club, you know, when you were young, but I didn't, and that your yeah. dad had been there, um, but I didn't realize he'd done some marathons and things too. So
1: look at yeah, that. So he got very involved in little athletics as well and became president of um, little athletics club, um, <laughs> Started up the Sacred Heart Little Athletics Club with another another guy, yeah, another um, few other guys in the committee. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. So it's kind of been um, you know, you kind of have grown up with this get moving, you know, enjoy moving, sport kind yeah, of stuff. I
1: Quite encouraged to be doing something extra other than school and yeah, physical yeah. activity. So, okay.
0: Yeah. And can you remember always enjoying it? Like, is it a thing that you've always wanted to do?
1: Oh, you, yeah, I always want to do sport. Yeah, oh, that's, you know, I just, just wanted to do it, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd rather do that more than school, I suppose. And, you know, <laughs> A lot of kids like sport more than school. So I was one of those kids. So, yeah, Until then, you know, I, I started, this was little athletics, I started, I was running and little athletics and then I went to amateurs and I did that up to virtually age about 20,
0: 21.
1: Uh-huh. I stopped and other things got in the way i suppose as yes they do
0: so what other things yeah.
1: Matt? <laughs> oh i suppose um work yeah. <laughs> got in the way living away you know um developing a relationship with uh, my young wife i suppose yeah. <laughs> of course. Sort of yeah.
0: so you had lots of other so, things to take your time
1: yeah i did i, I thinking about it then i had a lot more time i do now but other distractions <laughs> and so forth and yeah. i lost a little bit of motivation as well doing um track sprinting or athletics for that long as well and yeah. other things became i wasn't as motivated it wasn't my primary goal and you need to have a to do it that sort of level in you know, you have to be very very driven and
0: totally. and
1: other things were getting in the way like you know you're at uni you know you're you, you want to enjoy yourself there and you know you might go out for a, a drink and and that affects you and get the performance the day after and yeah. and and you know there was occasions there where I was like, what am I doing this for the right reasons and yeah you know, it just didn't become a priority yeah. anymore so
0: what did you study at uni uh
1: bachelor of Applied science so I oh, did yeah. that. yeah I did aquaculture there so not an aquaculture anymore though. Oh, because
0: I don't think you're in aquaculture right
1: now. Are you? I don't know. But that that well I went down the West Coast to get into as an aquaculture job and then developed into a mining job. <laughs> so uh, uh, so that's mining fish
0: complicated <laughs> it's all right I mean all of our lives are quite complicated actually to, to people on the outside when you live them yourself it feels all quite mundane sometimes it's like okay so you went how long ago was it how old were you went you went to the west coast
1: oh so I, I would have been uh, I suppose 30 I reckon or okay. i out yeah no, no I was younger than that I was mid to late so I was probably would have been about 26,
0: 27.
1: Okay. Uh, we were recently, she was in, her uh, wife was engaged. With me. Yeah. So it must have been around then. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And when did you get back into sport? Like, so you had this, I can picture this lifestyle, this kind of, you know, it, I assume it's shift kind of work as well. And you're having be coming and yeah. going from home. So it's kind of disrupted. You don't have a regular kind yeah, of. So,
1: so I sort of did, um, athletics up till I was about 21 mm-hmm. and sort of had a break for a few years and then I sort of did a little bit of social sport down the west coast mm-hmm. um I suppose I didn't really give up sport I did a little bit I, <laughs> if you think about it I actually come to think about it now down the west coast then when I wasn't doing athletics and and back then I'd actually start up a little bit of social soccer down there
0: of course you did and-
1: and did a little bit of touch football as well, <laughs> so yeah. I was involved in those sorts of things, just social sort of stuff. There's no, there wasn't really much regimented sport down there because the isolated location. It was just more, you know, on Wednesday night we'd go on and have two teams and have a kick around playing,
0: yeah,
1: indoor yeah. soccer. And yeah. there was a there was during summer a um, a touch football roster down there. I oh, did take that, yeah, you know, that so. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's interesting.
1: So I did actually do. I did actually come to think about, I did give up the running side of things, but I still pursued team sports a little bit more So because you didn't have to have the, the full on training or anything like that. I just played socially with the soccer. Do
0: you think that was because your version of running, especially as a young person was quite competitive. And so, as you said before, you know, on the track and things, you needed to put quite a bit of time into it if you wanted to stay at that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I did, yeah. Okay. I, got, I ran all the carnivals and all that sort of stuff up to then, and I, yeah, just got a bit, yeah, not motivated, and just wanted to take it, just more of the social aspect of sport, mm-hmm. I suppose. Then, yeah. so yeah.
0: So when did yeah. you get back to running then?
1: I got back to running when my um my eldest daughter, who is nine, yeah. uh, nearly turning ten next year, when she was just about ready to be born. Um, I thought. Another, I was playing touch football and a mate came along and said, after touch football season finished, um, you want to come for a run? I'm going to go for an 8k run. Um, touch football was finished. We do something during you know, after the winter season. You know, after the summer, you know, touch football was just something during during winter. So I went for a run. Started running 8k. Thought this is easy, easier. Then got halfway back and thought this is a long way. <laughs> and I quite felt that, yeah, as you do. Uh, <laughs> And uh, that's how I started running, and just ran around every two or three days, went for a run. That's how I started running. Oh wow! So I, I was going on maternity leave. I thought oh, I've got a little bit of time to kill. Um, oh, not maternity, leave, you know, time off when you have a kid. So
0: yeah,
1: picked up sport. So, and that's yeah. how I sort of got rehooked, I suppose, on running. So, so what is <laughs> it? Because healthy for kids i suppose
0: yeah was it so that you could escape the little children at home <laughs> or was it no, so you could... really. I,
1: had a, I had a little bit of time and and okay and yeah i thought i'm not doing anything i really want to do something as well i thought you know
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah and you know enjoyed how, it i, I
0: should yeah it's funny. <laughs> sort of
1: developed i suppose because <laughs> i was never i was never a distance runner no last i was never doing long oh, distance running at the last okay. all short. you know one lap wouldn't do anything more than a lap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a sprinter nothing more so oh wow and, yeah yeah but then i did do a little bit of the um, like I said the lrc but yeah mainly concentrated on the sprinting yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. so i guess nine years ago then you started running again and yeah. then what kind of events did you sign up for in those early days
1: the first couple of years it was just um jogging I was jogging every couple of days doing yep. nothing else so and then park run came along um mm-hmm. I did I think the second park run I think it was so it. so I did that a little bit and then after a, a year or two of that I did a a Lonnie 10 yeah and then I joined I think I joined the Launceston Running Club back again so yeah I, you have to probably look at the dates when I joined but I think that. <laughs> been about two It would have been about seven years ago i suppose that was two years into my running journey in distance yeah. running journey i suppose so
0: yeah. i can remember because your kids signed up as well i remember us being out there as volunteers on marshals yep. on the course up in um, in sydney all those years ago so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and i remember you telling me then that you had um run with the club when you were a kid and i went oh look at that that's so cool
1: I didn't even have the records (laughs) me running back then. It was all paper based and so forth. So that would have been, I would have been, I suppose, six, six to, or seven to about, ten to twelve, I suppose. Oh wow! That's that's thirty years
0: ago. (laughs) Yesterday, (laughs) well, not quite. So these days, what kind of running do you like to do?
1: I think um, running has got into um. A bit of a semi-professional role, no, not really. No, I, I take it probably a little bit too more serious than I, I, I should. So
0: you're definitely very quick. For those of you who are listening who don't know Matt, Matt's is <laughs> very competitive, especially in his age group, and he's not really <laughs> that old. So
1: I uh, sort of developed into yeah, took a little bit more seriously over the over. Yeah, you know, just, I just seem to get more and more competitive. I don't know why, but yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, so.
0: So what distances are you running? What's your favourite distances at the moment?
1: Oh, I suppose I do anything from, well, I do Masters Athletics, anything from 800 up to a marathon, I suppose. I haven't really done anything over a marathon, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah, do you so. do you sign up for many races outside of club races or, um, or the Masters?
1: Yeah, I love all the little fun runs and so yeah. forth. So I think that's a good way to meet people and to push yourself. So I, I'm not, I love racing. I love putting myself there against other people. I don't care if I don't win. I don't yeah. care. I just, I think it's a good atmosphere to achieve a personal best or put yourself against someone else who can push you to your best. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's why I like doing those fun runs. So And I like to set that as a goal, a goal race. So, and okay. mainly, and, and the, the masters or the LRC runs that I do do, um, more use them as a, a really hard training run.
0: Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. and set those fun runs or a or might be a specific race I might target or a specific club run I might target to try to go quite hard because it's hard to get up every single week to do that hundred percent. So if you're pushing yourself to the limit all the yeah. time, I think I'll wear you down. So
0: so yeah. do you have like real targets for yourself, like certain um times that you want to do for certain distances and particular races that does that drive you to do lots of you know the quality training leading up to particular events that happen each year?
1: Yeah, I I like to do (laughs) PVs. So therefore I like to uh, specify a time I like to run. I don't know now I might be um, achieving some of those, uh, those ceilings on some of those events, especially the shorter races. Uh Um, the 800, 1500 metre races, I can't seem to achieve PBs anymore and I'm not really targeting those anymore. More I'm targeting, I think, well, the last year I ran PBs in every race from 3K up to a half marathon, so, or a marathon this year as well. So, so I still have been hitting those PBs, but it seems to be harder and harder to try to achieve those now. So, (laughs) I think it's easier with the longer races, but it's harder with the shorter races. So,
0: so the PBs have been quite a drive for you?
1: Oh, yeah, they drive me. Yeah, they yeah. drive me.
0: Not so much beating or being the first no, or the second or
1: whatever? Definitely. I'd, I'd rather, I would any day rather a PB than win a race. Yeah. So I think, you know, the, that's the ultimate treatment. You run against yourself and
0: yeah.
1: you want to try and achieve your best, you know. I think on top if you're going to race, but that's yeah. the bigger high is running something you haven't done before.
0: Mm. And like
1: someone said before, I think you just never, never know when you're going to run your last P V. You just that's don't know true. when you're going to. So you've got to try to achieve as <laughs> Well, yeah, can, when you get as just,
0: old as me, like, Matt, it becomes like the only way I'm going to do a PB is if I just run a longer race than I've ever run before, because it's the first time I've ever run that distance. So yeah. It's a PB. Yeah,
1: That's how so. I do that. <laughs> I suppose I could I could start taking up ultra marathons. I haven't done any of them yet, so. There you
0: go. <laughs> See, there's there's more PBs waiting for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me with your training how does what does that look like in the week like do you running four times a week five times a week do you do other yeah. things as well now
1: uh over the last um I suppose three to four years I've started to run more and more and more uh, yeah. pretty, I run every day now so okay yeah I think up to two years or two uh pre-covid I was having sort of like one day off when I was working on the West Coast because I I had to travel. So I was always having a, a one day for a week. But now, mm-hmm. since I'm back home, I have, I sort of schedule that into just the normal day where I run every day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, a rest day is a, a life run. And mm-hmm. I probably do <laughs> anything but some between 70 to 100 kilometres a week running. Wow.
0: And how do you fit that in? We just, you know, we started this call with how busy life is for you guys. How do you fit that in?
1: Yeah, I usually... Uh, I start work early. I start work at, say, 6 o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, work to 2.30 usually. Okay. Come free, Usually go for a run straight after work.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: while the kids are sort of coming home and then sort of finish by 4.30. So that gives me time. And then take the kids to their sport. So yeah. that I usually run at the time of day on, on weekdays. Um, yeah. And then some nights I have uh, like a master's run or something like that or or well, I do a masters athletics, or on a Saturday I do a, a club run with the Los yeah. Running Club. On Sunday I usually set that as a morning run, a long okay. run. I think so.
0: So, do you think if you had a choice, would you be a morning or an afternoon runner? Like if you had a choice, because obviously your work gets in the way in the morning. Yeah,
1: so? I, I'd rather not run in the morning because I'm always waking up early to run. To, okay. I think of waking up early just to go to work run yeah. and so forth and yeah so i'd rather do mine in the afternoon so oh, that's
0: yeah. interesting because i have got so many people say they like to get their run out of the way in the morning and they find it really like actually quite challenging yeah. well, no, leave it.
1: I, yeah, I do that i do that i do enjoy running in the morning but mm. if i wasn't working at all i'd run in the morning i suppose but it takes me yeah. a while a little while to get moving I, I just can't get moving at six o'clock in the morning to do <laughs> And properly, <laughs> so if I was doing a session, I wouldn't do it in the morning. I'd do it in the afternoon. I think I'm a little bit more mobile, and limber, and be yeah. moving a little bit.
0: Yeah. yeah. So do do you mostly run by yourself, or do you run with others, or a bit of both?
1: Um, mostly run by myself after work. I do. We do hit a, a Friday run, a group run together, and um, I do do like a a, a Wednesday um, when I'm competing. Mm-hmm. Run together, and a Sunday run I sometimes do this with, with in a group. Yeah, sure. so the Sunday ones group, Friday ones group, the
0: mm-hmm. rest of
1: the stuffs pretty much by myself. So,
0: and do you listen to stuff when you're running? What do you? Yeah, I stuff? listen
1: to podcasts, music, and okay. bits of uh, yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah. And do you prefer road or trail?
1: I I, I see the benefits of both. Um, yeah. I'd rather road. I I just don't like, especially when I'm competing, I don't like the chance of getting injured on mm-hmm. the trail, but yeah. I do like running trail. Yeah. I do like running trail. But then road has the option. What drives me, I suppose, is PBs. It's hard to do a PB yeah. on a trail. You know what I mean? So yeah,
0: yeah. training,
1: i running trails and whatever else, but coming up to races and stuff, I sort of back off the trails a little yeah. bit because I just don't, you know, you're putting so much work into what you're trying to achieve. You don't want to hurt yourself by tripping over something, which, which I probably would do. <laughs> You've got more more chance of injury or risk, I think, doing trails. So that's risk yeah. mitigation. That's why I think of it when I'm coming up to something big. So,
0: <laughs> Especially if you're, um, you know, you're putting in 100% every time in your training rather than just, you know, I just kind of, or do we just jog around the trails, it's just kind of, yeah. you know, in a more relaxed way, whereas if you've got this real goal, like you were saying, and yeah. you tend to want to get the most out of each of your training sessions.
1: But the trails, and trails are good training sessions as they are, are helio or, you know yeah. what I mean, and to train. to work you without realising you are doing it. So yeah,
0: that's that, that
1: one of the benefits of doing trails as well mm-hmm. instead of sticking to flat roads and yeah. so forth, So.
0: Not to mention yeah. you have beautiful views and other things to take your mind yeah. off what you're doing so
1: I, do, I do like setting some some trail races but I don't like any of the really technical trail races so yeah. you know yeah. I do like those those trail races like um I suppose um, Greens beach runs and the, oh, yeah. and the yeah don't like the triple tops or anything like that <laughs> you give me a a, a trail nice manicured sort of races. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You like that? I understand
1: that. I yeah, can yeah. run some stuff as well. That's not too bad. So, so I've got yeah. a rule. I've got a rule. I, if you you got to be able to ride it to run it. If <laughs> I can't right? ride it, I'm not going to race it because it's, it's just yeah, it's,
0: it's just too technical. It's yeah, yeah, it's
1: too dangerous.
0: I think yeah.
1: it's too, and then, too <laughs> Yeah, if you have to step, you have to start walking on a trail run i don't like that either so oh,
0: i love walking on a trail run that's another way, got, another reason to go I got on a trail
1: run. I, got up a run, I want to keep running and it disappoints me because you know plus 20 <laughs> mm. <laughs> percent. it's just really really hard it's just this quick walking yeah. so yeah, that's, that's where do,
0: where <laughs> do you think you your off. drive comes from matt because you're very uh, driven
1: I, I think it's internal i think uh yeah. I think I've got a a i have got a drive to work hard in many things, including my running as well as work and as well as family, I suppose, to do the best I can and everything. I think that was instilled in me very young by my family, I suppose. Yeah. You know, I wasn't the best at anything, but I had to work really, really hard to get where I was. Yeah. And I think running shows that you have to all you need to do is put in the K's or the training and you can see improvements and get mm-hmm. results out of that. It's just it's just you, if you're willing to put in more, you put in the more you'll get out. It's as simple as that in running. So I love that. That's easy, easy to yeah. do. So, yeah.
0: That's a really good point.
1: Right. Yeah. What do you
0: What do you think about? What kind of things do you think about when you're running?
1: Oh, what I think about running, I think about I I think about a lot of things. I suppose I think about things I've done that day. I suppose. Yeah. Things I need to do the next day. You know. Mm-hmm. I suppose. People I've talked to, mm-hmm. ideas, I, you know, always come up with ideas, it's, but sometimes I, you know, listening to things and that distracts me. But yeah, always clears the head, I suppose. Uh, when yeah. you when you can just think about lots of things, I suppose that take you away to a different place where you when you might be hurting or whatever else when you are running. So yeah.
0: yeah. So um, when you've had times in your life where things are a bit tricky, like in your personal life, do you find that running helps with that? Like, just helps you give you some time away from it, or just in your thoughts or to I
1: suppose I suppose my family says that um I might be okay for a run he's here now anyway as you can see hello (laughs) Alex (laughs) (laughs) yeah they always say that um I should go for a run it helps with my um mental well-being and whatever else and so forth but I think sometimes when I do go for a long, long run, it, it can be opposite, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it can make me tired. And, 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 and more crank, I suppose, those Sunday runs and so forth, that might take too much out of me and, yeah. and do the opposite, I suppose.
0: Bit of a balance, but, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. At those times. When do you think you called yourself a runner?
1: I don't know. Um, I suppose you're always... When I took up running, I suppose, I always was a runner, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I, I, I classified myself. I suppose anyone who runs is a runner, I suppose. You are a runner. If you yeah. step, if you get two feet, one foot off the ground, I suppose, if you think of it this way, and you are running and technically not walking, you are a runner, I suppose. Eh? It doesn't matter how you fast go. way yeah. you're going. It's, uh, everyone's yeah. part of that. But I sort of accepted it more. You know how... I when you first, when I first started running, I didn't want to be seen, especially down, down the, down the West coast where I was working. Yeah. Cause I think, I, yeah, I saw I want you know, I, I see you running down the street, you know, I saw like embarrassed sort of thing, but yeah, after a year or two of running, I didn't care. I'd I said, Oh, that was you running. Yeah. I'm proud of it being, being seen running. I think that's the, the, the that's the mentality. That's the, The point where it changed, I suppose, where I was I was a runner, and I don't care if someone sees me running, Mm.
0: because I am what I am. Yeah, (laughs) and if it encourages others.
1: Those first couple of years, where you know, I didn't like people coming up to me and saying, "Oh, I saw you running." That was in the first couple of years. So probably two years into my running journey, I suppose, was when I thought, I suppose, you you would. I I enjoyed being seen and was accepted was part of mine who I was, I suppose. So, so your yeah. identity,
0: sort of becoming a part of yeah, your identity yeah. for you as well, not just yeah. what other people saw you as. So you didn't mind people seeing you as a runner yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Um, have you had any major injuries that have put you out for a little while?
1: Uh, I, no, not really. I've been pretty good in yes. that way, actually. Yeah, I have. Um, I've had quite a few niggles. You know, They've only sort of put me out for a week or two. Um, or stuff where I've had to back off a little bit. Mainly niggles. Main I haven't done any major tendons or, or anything like that, or just stuff I've had to manage, I suppose. And I've mm. been pretty, very, very lucky. Um, I have built up slowly over the years, and my performances have built up over that time as well, I suppose, where mm. I, you know, I started running every, you know, every couple of days and then sort of, built up the kilometers slowly and mm. and just build up that really really big base over a long long time or oh, well nine years I suppose and yeah. it's been a gradual increase up to the, the current kilometers and the workload I'm doing and over that time so
0: so you, you, yeah, what I you're saying started. is you didn't sort of go out and be silly and no. like a lot of people do and
1: I started <laughs> off did. I think in that first year or the first couple of years I you know let's say so, it's so I did it by myself and then the first couple of years in LRC, I never did any of the long races and then started doing the long races. And then now, I'm, you know, I was only, since 2016, I did the, my first marathon and now I'm doing marathons and,
0: and wow. just developed
1: the distance and the, and the, yeah, mainly the distance in there. So I was doing a bit of intensity back then, but the distance and the longer, longer kilometres came in later, I suppose. Yeah. So that's Time. probably
0: why, you, you know, haven't had too many, troubles with injuries it's been a slow and steady progress
1: i've been been lucky but
0: yeah how do you think you'll respond if that happens touchwood
1: when i do have some niggles i do back off and jump on the bike or do something different but it's it it will be hard to accept it's hard to accept when you've got niggles to to back right off and and do what you think you should be doing Mm -hmm. i do maybe sort of like slow jogging or or walk hobbling or whatever you want to call those suppose, when I do have those issues. But a lot of my injuries have been tendon based issues where they've become up, yeah, runners probably know, you know, where you've had hip flexors or or issues with your ITBs, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I've had I've just recently had one under my foot um, plantar plan fascia sort of thing. But I've oh. it was a little tear, you know, mm-hmm. where i developed into a bit of a tendon issue. So what I've found, that I have gone and seen the physio, and they seem to uh, um, say that, you know, do these strength exercises to, uh, to look after these tendon issues that I have been having. Um, but what I have noticed is just stretching stretching the muscles around to release those tendons. Mm. And the that, that other niggles I get is those tendon issues that that I manage. They don't put me out, but they slow me down sort of thing. Yeah. so
0: yeah and you yeah. just as long as you're aware of them as well yeah. and you yeah. and you're working on them then i think that's yeah. that's really good yeah. um how long do you think you'll run for matt
1: oh i think i think i'll keep running uh, yeah for a, a long time i think it's just part of me now i think i'll i'll keep running but i don't know whether i'll be running as seriously in 5 to 10 years time
0: yeah
1: i think i think when i reach that Plateau and that peak, I think it, it might be hard to to those, those PBs achieve, will uh, be PBs <laughs> and therefore <laughs> might demotivate me a little bit. So I might have to address my goals and so forth yeah. in the coming year. And I think it's getting very close to that now. So it seems to be a lot of hard work to get to achieve those yeah. goals.
0: And how old concerned. how old are you now, Matt?
1: 43 nearly forty four. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Baby.
1: <laughs> I think I think you need that base. I've heard I've read a lot of books. And I think you need a base of eight to nine years of mm-hmm. distance training to be able to achieve a good, at least half marathon or full marathon. You need a a, a big base where your where your you know your blood vessels develop or, and your, your, your musculoskeletal your changes occur. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you can achieve those sorts of performances because you can't expect to run a marathon, half marathon PB off one or two years training. It's, it's just you need to have a, a lot of training and a lot of years behind you to achieve certain, those sorts of goals. So yeah. for those runners out there who, who want to run a PB in a, or achieve a good time in a marathon or half marathon, I think you need to do at least eight years worth of
0: yeah
1: constant running where you build your base up and,
0: and a I think foundation.
1: you achieve PBs and, mm. and that sort of time frame so. Mm.
0: so once um once you get to a stage where you think oh those PBs are not going to happen anymore you'll just keep running and it'll just be a different style of running for you is that what you're thinking
1: yeah I might hit more trails I might do more, uh, more social running and not yeah. train as hard doing sessions and so forth and so on so yeah yeah, yeah. There it goes. I don't know, yeah. We'll see in time. Comes.
0: Yeah, who knows? We're just thinking about the future, but who, we nobody really knows what's going to happen. so
1: no, no, no. So, I'd like to. You know, I think it's a good health lifestyle. You know, you can keep running, and I think it's good for your. You know, your longevity. I suppose. So, you know, you'd rather keep doing this for as long as you can.
0: What do your family think about you running?
1: What do you think about me running, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about me running? Like, oh, they probably do not run too much, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alex was a nifty little runner. I can remember Alex running.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think running helps, you know, I've, if you want to be good at anything, you have to try the best mm-hmm. at what you do. So mm-hmm. I think doing it is... Uh, a good way of achieving something and mm-hmm. having a good healthy lifestyle as well. So, yeah,
0: it's good for you at the same time. Yeah. Um, how do you think if you had to just name one thing, how do you think running has improved your life?
1: I think it's given me drive to do, to achieve something yeah. and to achieve other things in my life as well. Uh, I'd like to instill that in other people, including my kids and so forth. You know, if you put in, you can get out. Yeah. And, you know, you just want to be a good role model for everyone around you, I suppose. And Mm. You know, if anyone comes up and asks me, you know, what I do for training, quite willing to tell them what I do and how I go about achieving things. And that makes them a better person or, you know, a better runner or a better sportsman, you know, not necessarily running. I think the more you put in, the more you'll get out in a lot of sports, and I think that happens with everyday life as mm. well. So,
0: totally, it's a good life lesson, isn't it? Like, was it running according? Was it life according to running? Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: There's a, there's yeah. comparable things across. I think, um, yeah, our sport as well as our lives. You could yeah. compare a lot of the the way we approach our sport with the way we approach our lives. So. Yeah, that's really valid. I love it. Um, is there anything that we have not mentioned about running that you think we should have today?
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think, we, I, think it's, I like to training as well. I like to compete to train. I mm-hmm. like to, I should say, sometimes I don't like doing those really, really hard sessions and I like to just run myself into shape. Yeah. By, by competing all the time by going to oh, LRC right. or doing those those competitions so yeah I think um, getting involved in a club is mm-hmm. a good way of improving yourself by yeah. constantly putting you in a, a competition base where mm-hmm. you push yourself to the limit yeah I, I find that as a important um, way but way I achieve what I have achieved by competing all the time so I, I like racing my if you want to call it racing myself in the shape i suppose so <laughs> that's, really cool.
0: that's cool i haven't heard of that before but it totally makes sense you like yeah. using your training using your racing as a part of your training as you know training runs but your, your tougher training runs yeah. yeah they're really good that's cool well matt um do you have any tips for beginners so people who haven't run before or not for a long time what kind of tips would you give them
1: the new ones I would say don't go out and try to want to run a marathon or half marathon straight away because that'd be mm. that'd be silly and you'd just hurt yourself. i like, you know, start off small, you know, start the park runs, run, walk mm. park runs, you know. You need to just walk those park runs, get involved in a club. Yeah. Um, you know, park run is a is a is a club, isn't it? Or uh, you know, there's other other sorts of clubs around the place where you go along and and, and meet people as well. It's a good good place to meet people and socialise. So
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think that's, that's a good way and just get start off small and then just slowly work your way into it, mm. bring in intensity, bring in distance later on. So mm-hmm. it's always a good way to do those, those things. So, yeah, summarising, probably slowly build up the kilometres and, and intensity and, enjoy, and join a, a group or a club to have the social aspect of that as well um, yeah. and help you improve, I suppose. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. So building a foundation, not unlike you've done. You know the the foundation you talked about earlier. So yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, Matt, don't go off straight away. But I will say um, a big thank you to you on um, the podcast and for coming along. It's been amazing, especially to try and fit us into your very busy life and that you've had to sit in the car and do this just so that we could right. make it happen. So I'm glad that that we have been able to. And I'm. Um, just really happy that you managed to fit us in because um, you have oh, one,
1: thing, one thing I actually did uh, recently last week as well. We were in, yeah. um, I, actually, I actually developed into what you were doing race directing. I actually, um, we set up a run um, nine of fives. Oh. We actually, had a 5k um, seated race. So we actually threw the through there just to try to develop more people from park running to come into and run um, five kilometres on the track. Yeah. So, yeah, we got them to run. Uh, we got people to register, and then we put it into groups of 20 where they run against people with similar abilities, run against each other. And that's been cool. very, very successful in um, achieving people, achieving PBs and, and getting to run the track on something quite fast, you know. Oh, fast. wow. But, uh, yeah, that was really good. So we might do that again. So
0: Did you do that through Masters or was it?
1: Uh, Athletics Tasmania. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so – Northern Branch, Northern Athletics Branch. Yeah. So, well done. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well done. That's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. And there's a bit of a plug for it here too. So anybody wants done. to get involved in some of that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Well, there's always next year.
1: <laughs> oh well, there's, those, there's always those track clubs and those um, winter clubs as well that you know people can yeah. get involved in. So there's a lot of those sorts of clubs around. So yeah.
0: True. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nick, thank you again, Matt, for sharing some of your running wisdom with us. Really enjoyed it. Um, so thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Right. And I'll talk, talk to you soon. Don't hang up yet, though, because I'll, uh, I'll say goodbye to you after recording. As well. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co, and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.